So what happened? Scott swapped with Fabian? Was it Fabian? No, it's next week. Next week. Not this week. Oh, that's right. Next week. That's right. Well, at least I'm paying attention to part of the schedule. <laughs> All right, he's got it started. So. Uh-oh. Father, we thank you this morning for Scott and for his dedication. We pray that you just bless him this morning and may your Holy Spirit be um, upon him as he teaches from what you have given him. We pray our blessings upon him for all of us. In Jesus' name. Hello? The mics are so sensitive we can hear every page flickering. Because I got all the mics turned on. <laughs> um, good morning. Um, so, I don't even know where to start. Um, so, what I, what I, chose this morning um, it's why I, I titled it perfected but everything all the verses are about suffering so uh, I didn't want the I decided not to make the title suffering I thought perfected would be a lot better because that's the whole point right is to be perfected to uh, to be better and um, I mean to continue to grow and, and of course I this is not going to be about me, and there's no counseling allowed, please. Um, although, although I will probably share my own life experience. But um, as usual, my class needs to be an open discussion class. So <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it, the, the, verse, the very first verse here, which um, from Romans chapter 8, Verse 18, um, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. And uh, I, I was, as you know, as I've said before, I mean, I, I'm sure I'm not any different than anybody else in this room. Um, every single, I feel like in my job almost every single week, there's something that just brings me down, that just gets me uh Stressed and down, and you know, just kind of like, ah, you know, I hate this job now, and it's 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 an ongoing thing. But you know, I, I opened my Bible the other night. I was trying to think, you know, what am I going to do this week? I, I don't I don't really have anything, and open it, and I started reading this chapter in Romans, and that first verse just it, it sort of melted away that almost the instant I read it, uh, what I was feeling, you know, some of the stuff I was dealing with but you know I say for me it's it seems like it's a regular thing and I and I have to believe we're all the same it's it's not just me I sometimes think it's just me um, but I'm, I know I mean we've all talked about situations in our own life that stuff that we're just dealing with and it doesn't have to be big things but it's things that uh, are just difficult and you're just trying to get through it and uh, it, it seems sometimes monstrous at the, at the moment. Um, it was funny, yesterday I was, I was here just before we left, and I uh, 
some stuff came up on my phone and there was a, an interview that uh, Tucker Carlson had done with uh, John Voigt. And it was about, the, the intent of the interview was conservatives in Hollywood and how difficult it is for them to. And of course he said that the first minute of the conversation was about that and the whole rest of it was about his faith, about John Voigt. And uh, he just, and I won't go into it a whole lot, but he just talked about he was at a time, you know, he's an actor, very successful actor, uh, has a very successful daughter, but he had been divorced, he had, things were terrible with his kids, his job was kind of, he was in a kind of a low spot in his career, and, and, you, know, and his, every, you know, things were just bad in his life, and he was, you know, he was at a point on, he was like, he said, I was actually on the floor, because I, I'm like, how can I do this? How, I, I, this is so hard can't do this and, and a, he said he heard a voice clear voice say to him well it's it's, it's supposed to be this way you're gonna you, you have to work through this to, to make yourself better and he and it just sort of got him off the floor got him and he's now he's got a real strong belief in God and and just <clears throat> trying to walk a righteous life and as he said he's he actually fears God because he wants to he doesn't want to disappoint God so you know I don't know where his faith lies but he, but he def definitely has shows a, tr a belief and, and understands there's a purpose in his life and, and dealing with suffering through things just makes us better and it's stronger and uh, you know and there's, I mean I got a lot of verses here about this particular word Pathema um, I don't know if I said it right I listened to it yesterday but I, now I can't say it um but it's going, undergoing hardship or pain, um, you know, emotion or influence, affliction, affection, motion, suffering. But through, you know, as, as this verse says, through the, the sufferings, it's really, it doesn't even compare to what, what can become of us and what, how we can glorify God just through what we gain from that suffering and to make us stronger. And I, you know, for me, I, I, I've been constantly this last 10 years has been just more, it seemed more difficult than it used to be. And I've had more conflicts or just things that I don't like about the job. And, uh, but, you know, I, I feel like going back and, and trying to read this and really think about it, and you know, I'm probably behind most of you. You're probably way ahead of me and you've, you've already solved all this, but I'm still trying to get it right. Um, it, it, Everything I'm dealing with is there for a reason. It's there to make me better and make me grow and make me uh, just stronger, especially, well, primarily in my relationship with God and to make me dependent that much more on Him, to make, to get me, uh, to make me better, to make me a more, uh, uh, a better example to those around me as well. And, I, and I've kind of wondered sometimes, why am I still here? You know, Lord, can you please get me laid off? Or can you... Can you move me on or tell me that I'm, it's a time for me to leave? But um, he's got me there for a reason. And I keep going through these things. I think I'm going to keep going through these things until I get it straight, you know, um, instead of fighting back. And, uh, and I think, you know, it, the more we try to resist it, the more, you know, I think he's, he wants you to, you've got to learn from this. You've got to get grow through it and... Yeah, it seems t tough, but if you rely on me, you, you'll be fine. Just hang on and 
focus yourself on me. And, and I, I don't do that enough. Um, just honest. I, I don't. And, um, but, you know, I, I feel like, you know, we, and, and this is not, you know, like I say, I, I, sometimes when, I, when I'm thinking about what I'm going to talk about, I, I, it seems like I always come up with something. I'm thinking, well, this is just for me. I'm, nobody else is, they've already figured all this out. And I'm the only one still trying to struggle through some of these things. Um, but, it, 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 you know, I think the rest of our, I mean, our, our whole lives, we're dealing with something. I mean, it's some, some are bigger than others, small things, but it's still something that you just, every single week, there's, I mean, for me, sometimes it's every other day, but I'm sure for somebody, it's at least every week something. I'm, you know, I, I talk to my mother or, uh, regularly, and uh, I, I always hear all the things that she's struggling with. <laughs> All this stuff, and she pretty much tells me everything because you know, she doesn't have anybody to talk to on a regular basis. But I get to hear, oh, you know, this, and it's just all these things. And, but I know, I mean, she's, uh, unfortunately, I think I, uh, I, I, uh, I genetically have a lot of her t uh, habits or tendencies to worry about things and try to get things done. And, and just it just wears on me until it's resolved. Um, so I, I, <laughs> I guess I just, again, I have to uh, get, just listen to it and understand, you know. But I think you know, we, we all have just different things, and, you know, it's our suffering. Uh, it's big or small. It's, but it's to make us that much more dependent on him and to keep our focus where it needs to be focused. Because I try to just, uh, you know, I just got to stress, stress through it and get it done and figure it out and, and just, you know, Start every day with a, with a, my stomach muscles just tensed up because I got stuff I just I don't want to do with this. But the more I pray, the more I you know I can start those days with nothing, with no no tense. Just it's going to be fine. I'm going to get through it. Lord's going to guide me through it. I mean I do I ask Him for wisdom every single day to try to make me make the right decisions, deal with the right uh, you know, deal with people the right way, whatever. But uh, and keep emotion out of it. I think that's uh, that's always difficult because I see people so often. They're very emotional, and not, nobody likes that when they get emotional because they you know they strike out and they're sharp with their words. Um, that's pretty unusual for me to ever do that, but uh, at least it worked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> Scott, I would like to say something. Yeah. Uh, I have, I've been around you a whole lot, and I have never heard you on the phone acting like you're anything except Mr. Smooth. <laughs> he never does. I know. He does not make any kind of, you never know what he's feeling or going through by his conversation on the phone or all that. He's just. It's just as nice as he can be. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean you're internalizing everything? I internalize everything. <laughs> Absolutely. Should we pray for you? <laughs> I, I probably need some, but I, you know, I don't. Uh, but I, you know, that's that's a struggle for me because I don't know what the right answer is, personally. And I, I'm sure we all. When do you show emotion and when do you not? Because I don't. It, Especially in my work life, I never 
I would say 99 point something percent I never do. When I do, everybody notice that I just lost it. I, I get, you know, I, I make some pretty, I don't make ugly comments, but I make sharp comments. And they realize, you okay? Or what's all going on, you know? Um, and sometimes I wear my emotion on my face. Then they know, are you okay? <laughs> what's going on? And I'm like, then I share my real emotion that I, I'm really upset. But uh, typically I, I don't, you know, I just, I don't feel like it's the place for it. But people do it anyway, you know, they, they start whining. I, won't, I don't want to use that acronym. There's a, oh, have you ever heard the acronym BMW? Because we all have driven those cars. Well, I won't tell you what it means. <laughs> but you can probably guess. Big well, you know what the B probably is, right? The W is whine. The M is moan. Okay. The B, it's a female dog. <laughs> is that a bad word? I just wasn't going to report it. Uh, in the acronym it is. Yes. In the acronym, that's what it is. Um, yeah, I get, I, I get that stuff at work all the time, but um, I don't do that either. But anyway, um, yeah, I was, you know, but I was, you know, I was thinking about this from a, you know, we're all uh, a work in progress. I mean, we all, we should be for the rest of our lives, right? We're always... We're never going to be perfect. We want to be perfected. We want to be, you know, righteous in every way and, and walking exactly as Christ would and, and our, our responses and the way we deal with people. But, I mean, we're, we're human, and things are never perfect. But we're constantly at work in progress, trying to be better, trying to work through and, and learn, learn from the things we suffer through to make sure next time we handle it differently or better or or maybe even don't even suffer through it because we've, we've perfected in, the, in how that should be faced. And I was thinking about, because I, I like to work on, <clears throat> I mean, I like, I like fixing things, especially that are old and, you know, or, or buying a car and trying to improve it. And I always find cars that are, or trucks that are, uh, you know, it says drivable and it's this and it's that, but it's still a work in progress. So it's, it's, it's not quite been totally restored, but it's pretty good shape. It's functional, and it, but you know, I sometimes think about my, that's kind of where I am. I'm, I'm, I'm very functional, I'm a, but I'm still a work in progress. I, there's still a lot of things that need to be cleaned up and repaired and, and uh, you know, a little st structural uh, repair or whatever. Um, but it, it's, you know, it's still, Always, always a kind of a work in progress. <clears throat> and uh, it's, it's kind of funny that, you know, when you and I have our discussions, it's because what you and I particularly did, just using us as an example, you know, our lives are different. I'm not working 40 hours a week. That's not where my stress is. That's not where my sufferings are. But to him, because I don't have a job, I, I obviously can't have any of those things. You know, I'm not suffering as much as he is because I don't have a job. And so I just want to bring up that for people who are listening that we, you have to recognize that suffering comes from a million different angles. It can just be the fact that, you know, like pastor having to wait for the timing of the Lord. I mean, that is suffering. When you, when you submit yourself to the timing of God, you are denying yourself the result that you want right then. You're, design, you're denying yourself a point of fulfillment. 
And any time that we as, as saints um, deny ourselves in a point of submission to the Lord, we in our flesh suffer. And so there's so many types of suffering and, 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 and what that word means. I mean, something that's undergone that's a hardship that's painful for you, you know, an affliction. And sometimes it is, you know, a demonic attack or it is scenarios that, are, that, are, that involve people, you know, that you have to deal with. And it is a physical, you know, in this realm situ situation that you have to, that you have to endure. But everything that we encounter... It's God using that to reveal the iniquities within us and the things within us that he wants to change. And, 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 and simply put, and I've done it, you know, really not wanting to face a particular aspect of my failings or not wanting to give up something that seems important or that seems crucial to my survival. I mean, we do make a lot of decisions because we think that's what's going to help us survive. You know, and those, um, you know, for God, it's to die is gain. You have to completely die to the thing that you want to hold on to, or that you know, you particularly, you want. You have to die to the fact that you feel the way you do about your job. You had to submit that to God, that feeling even, and say, "You put me here is for a purpose, so I have to look for the joy in it. I have to look for the joy that's set before me in the position." that I'm in. So that's not counseling to you. I'm saying for all of us, that's the way we have to look at the place that we're at and accept it. And then, as I know you've said a million times, it's the joy. You look at, you're just looking for the joy in the midst of what you're having to endure. And you're right. For everybody, it's totally different, but the same and for the same purpose. But, I mean, as hard as that this one topic is it is really one of my favorite things about the Lord because he's he wants us so badly to be changed so that we can be victorious so that we can be successful I'm telling you if that 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 girl 20 years ago would not be surviving today in this atmosphere I had to change in order to be who I am in this moment you know it's I would hate to think I was still that person. I mean, ugh. So I just, we've all changed a lot. And Scott, you have too, even though you feel like you still struggle with the same things, but we all feel that way from time to time. But yeah. It's the same old thing coming back to get me. You know, I'm reacting to the same old thing. I used, you know, I thought I was over this. So we've all done that. Yeah, I mean, you hope, I mean, it's, it's like anything with your kids. You hope that as... They go through an experience and they deal with it and they, they learn enough from it that they don't hopefully repeat it again or at least next time it happens it's not it's not that big a deal you know because they know how to just to, to deal with it but um yeah 20 wow yeah i was i was thinking uh, last night i was thinking about remember the days of the uh, wwjd bracelets we'd always you know there it made me think of a guy i used to uh, worked with who told me a little he, he was he lived out in Forney, went to church up there, and he was telling me some skit or some little thing that someone had taught him, uh, a, had a lesson, but it was basically, you know, imagine you have Jesus walking around with you. Wherever you go, whatever you do, he's there with you, you know, kind of like your, you know, just your friend walking with you. But, you know, if you, if he was heading into a, you know, some sort of club, you know, oh, 
you just stay out here right now because I'm going in here. But that, no, no, no. That, you know, Lord's with you everywhere you go. You need, you need, and you need to know that he's with you, not from a, oh, gosh, he's with me, but he's with me with everything I deal with and every, every situation, he's right there and, and remembering that. But, you know, it was kind of funny how that story even does. But, you know, I... I, I just think of the person who's a millionaire because of those prices. <laughs> what a brilliant idea. <laughs> that was pretty smart. <laughs> Need to come up with a new one. You know, uh, what would a saint do or something? <laughs> you know, I, I think a lot of it has to do, too, with, with our... with walking in the Spirit. And because, you know, God is a whole lot more interested in our response to these circumstances that, that we live through. And... And, and I think so often we have a tendency to manifest our flesh. And, you know, but like, for instance, Scott, God, God has you in that job for a purpose, and he has you there for as long as he wants you there. And he, it's like you just said. It's like you don't leave him at the door when you go into work. He's right there with you. So through, through, through all that you do and all the frustration with you, because most of the time I'm sure it's dealing with people. It, he's more interested in really the manifestation of the Spirit that comes through you. You know, the fruits of the Spirit. We don't really talk much about the fruits of the Spirit. But joy, you know, those things that that he really wants to bring through all of us through these difficult circumstances. And it really does come down to every single day as really, I don't know, it's walking in the Spirit. And it's so easy to walk in the flesh you know, on this earth. I mean, it's, it's a struggle for me every single day. And it usually catches me whenever I, I get road rage or I respond to some... I think that's acceptable. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think, think, about, I think there's, 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 there's to be something... There's a pass for road rage. There's got to be a caveat on that one because... <laughs> but that's so much the way that he refines us. And, and I think that you'll probably find that you're catching yourself more frequently in the way that you... But, we talk about internalizing and how you process that. That's a whole other sermon or story. Because even that internalizing, because I do the same thing, it'll eat you up if you don't let the spirit, like if you don't process it through the spirit. And so we're all learning. We're all we all get frustrated. We all we we're all there, right there with you. Yeah, well, good. I'm glad. They, no, I'm not the only one. <laughs> so still know. struggling. Now it's funny about that road rage thing because. I, every time I do that, you're talking about catching yourself, but I, I always, when I do it, or I get really upset after I, if I, as I pass the vehicle or, or whatever that got in my way or was being so, I look to see who's driving. <laughs> and the minute I see an older person who's just trying to get along, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> I'm like, oh, jeez, put that away. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it tries to teach me, again, I'm trying to teach myself a lesson about that, too. It's just not that big of a deal to be in such a big hurry. But you still, Oh, no, it's boy, a big deal. we got to be in a hurry. My, well. <laughs> Don't be appreciative of me now. I haven't let that go yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those garland drivers. There's a lot of those garland drivers. They're slow. We have people who really like to stay right on the speed limit in garland. Mother says I'm not happy unless I am passing everyone up. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, <laughs> she wants to be first. <laughs> right. 
Garland. I gotta get out of Garland. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's only 25 minutes. I feel like I'm almost done. <laughs> you haven't even started all your verses. I haven't done any verses, but, you know, said all the things I need to say. <laughs> uh, well, let's read 2 Corinthians 1, 5 through 7. Uh, for as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. And whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effectual in the enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffer. Or whether we be comforted, it is for our consolation and salvation. And our hope is our, and our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as you are partakers of the suffering, so shall you also be of the consolation. So, again, we're, our consolation, there, there's, the suffering brings us salvation, I mean, we're, we're, it's there for a reason. It, 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 we're, I'm trying to, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I think that consolation, like that consolation may be, is that Pericoleo? I didn't look up the word. It's probably one of the derivatives of the parapaleo, which is being called alongside, being called along to fulfill the work of the Lord. Right. And so I think that when I look at that, uh, this verse, and this is, I could be corrected, so please do. But I think, you know, as we, um, as we endeavor to be Christ-like, to abound in that sonship, you know, part of that pathway is, of sonship is going to be suffering, which is the way you stay on the correct path. I mean, there's that parakaleo always calling you alongside, always keeping you within the alignment of the purpose of God. And the sufferings is just part of that directive. It's the way that God keeps you aligned with what He, what His um, plan is. And that's just the way I see it from a glance. Because every one of those words, comforted and consolation, we're all talking about um, what the Holy Spirit does to, to bring you into alignment with what um, God is doing. Yeah. Well, you know, like the last in the last verse is you are partakers of the suffering, so you are also the consolation. Um, right. So it's just it's part of the you know I, we've already I mean, it's it's part of the walk. It's, it, without, I mean, I, I would, I, I think, t but if there's not something, if we're not being, we're not under attack in some way, we're dealing with something. It could be that we're just not doing anything. You know, the, the enemy doesn't see us as a, as a, a, a pawn or a, you know, a piece to deal with. That we're, we're of no risk to him. So why does he, you know, even bring any affliction upon us? Um, but this, you know, I think. Probably every person in the Saints Network. I mean, they're they're moving in purpose and proceeding with you know, our our whole purpose of the, the network and the things we're trying to do. And so people are constantly being uh, going through something, some kind of affliction or attack in some way, because you know if the enemy can. He wants to knock people out and take them out of the mix. 
Philippians 3.10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. And I mean, we want to be as Christ-like as we can. And, uh, and the Lord suffered for us uh, a great, a great suffering. But, <clears throat> you know, what? anything that we deal with is, is, is just nothing compared to what he what he had to endure for us. Uh, so I, that's, you know, really, think about that. That's just, it's a good way to put my problems in, in perspective. You know, the little things that I struggle with. It's, nothing compares. I just started church, the fellowship of his sufferings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can start that out in, uh, Wherever you, wherever you're gonna live. <laughs> where do you guys live? Or technically, where do you live in right Terrell. now? Terrell. Terrell. Okay. You were forty. Now you're Terrell. I was reading a couple of days ago the account of Stephen when he was stoned. Not stoned, but stoned. <laughs> yes. And. Um, the rocks. Yeah, that story has always fascinated me because I think he was the first one, correct me if I'm wrong, that was martyred of the disciples and, or, and and when you read the account it talks about there, there's a focus on his gaze upon heaven his gaze upon the Lord and and basically when you read the story it talks about through that suffering of being stoned because I cannot even imagine a worse death than being stoned to death and, and you really walk away thinking he was in the glory he didn't feel it because his gaze was fixed upon heaven and upon the Lord, and it just really goes back to our perspective. And and it's like Peter on the water, you know, keeping his eyes on Jesus, and as long as he did, he would walk on the water. And, and I think we have to keep, and we've talked about this so many times over the course of the last few years, is keep our perspective on the heavenly things and our mind on those things. And then, then when we do suffer, Maybe it won't hurt quite as bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But that, that's just always just, I mean, you talk about our suffering is, doesn't even come close. I, I heard somebody say once, uh, talking about passion, saying, you know, my passion doesn't compare because real passion is bleeding out on the cross. That is passion. And and so it's, it's really kind of the same with suffering, but it's not to say that we won't suffer. Like part, but as long as we keep our eyes on Him and on His purpose and on our, our perspective on the heavens and the heavenly things, then we can endure anything. Yeah, Amen. Yeah, we can. We can, and we should. Um, yeah, I was thinking that the, the the one death I always fear is burning. <laughs> that one just. Well, actually, I hate drowning too. Stoning, being stoned is pretty bad, though. But stoning, I can take. Nah, never mind. <laughs> I can take it. I, I can, can take, take pain, it. but something well, about pain. something about drowning just freaks me out, and definitely burning would be. You know what freaks me out more than anything? I think is being in prison. <laughs> well, yeah. I think I would die in prison. That's a scary place. Oh, you've never thought of that? 
Well, in the fellowship of his sufferings, it says we're going to be made like him in death. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way we're going to understand and really um, experience the power of his resurrection as well. And it's the way that we know him. So to me, it is, it's the best, it's really the, it's just, like Monica said, it's your perspective. If you recognize what's happening, that there's a purpose in it, that it's not some vain trial or event that you're enduring for no purpose, but if you press into him in the midst of your suffering, that is the way you know really the gold of who he is. I mean, just the precious essence that is revealed to you through that. I mean, that is so, it's, that's just so, that's so precious. I can't, I can never, as much as I look back on maybe some things I've gone through, I would still never not want to go through those things because of things I learned about him through it. I don't know, it's just a, it's not, doesn't make it easy, it just makes it bearable, it makes it doable, purposeful. But it's a heady topic. I mean, it's because it, it's real. Because <laughs> when you're going through it, when you're really in it, uh, yeah, and it's it's overwhelming. It's it's not like it's done and it's over. You're never going to suffer again. It's, there's always something, something else next month, next week, or next year. It'll be a new challenge. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, uh, <coughs> you reach a, you, you, there's never going to be a plateau that we're going to get that's just suddenly we're just, well, there will be one someday, but not while we're here in the flesh. Uh, so just, there's always another plateau or another, you know, another uh, peak to overcome. Uh, because we just keep keep growing, get, keep getting better and stronger and wiser, hopefully, through every every situation and everything we we we're put put up against. Because it just makes us better and stronger for Him. Um, you know, I, I mean, thinking about just things that we do going out on on trips or missions. I mean, some mission, some trips present different issues to deal with and work through and suffer through. And I was talking with one of my guys who had to rush back to India last this last week. Uh, his father was in the hospital, and so he picked up and left. And he's probably not coming back. But I kept telling him, "Well, hopefully, I'm going to get to come to India again sometime soon, and we'll get I'll get to see you again, and we'll get to spend some time together." Um, but that that trip presents a lot of challenge. Um, going to India is. I don't know. I don't know when we'll get to go again, if ever. But uh, it, it definitely. You'll pers- be in charge of the team. We'll see. <laughs> okay. okay. You are the patron saint of India. They love well, you over there. Well, I'll, I'll have to book our trips to go through Chennai and then back to Bangalore. <laughs> uh, I, I really, I really, I really like those guys over there. I, I, I have. You, I mean, most of you probably not had that that opportunity, but I've developed some really good friendships with them. I, I love working with them. Uh, it's you know sometimes it's challenging, but I, I really I, I really appreciate them, and uh, and I'm hoping we go to India again. I want to go. I'm, I'm 
I'm looking for the, a good reason because my company Extend won't. Your car warranty. Excuse me? Extend your car warranty. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. You and Monica both have nieces. I think maybe you Well, they, the, the guys have uh, actually they, they offered to pay for my trip in a hotel to go to Pune, but unfortunately my company won't allow that because that's not that's not ethical. That would be seen as a bribe, basically, since they're they aren't part of my company; they're just a you know subcontractor, so it's not not allowed. But I wish I wish I could work that out. Um, Donation through the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, donate to my church. Um, Colossians one twenty four, who now rejoice in my sufferings for you, and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ, in my flesh for His body's sake, which is the church. Um, Uh, 2 Timothy 3.11 Persecutions, afflictions which came unto me at Antioch at Iconium and Lystra what persecutions I endured but out of them all the Lord delivered me. Of course the Lord will deliver us if we keep our focus on Him. He'll take you through. There's no, there's nothing we can't endure. And I, you know, I've told guys actually I said this to a guy yesterday at work I said the Lord's not going to put you through anything that you can't endure. It's not. But you got to keep your focus on Him. you got to rely on Him to, to help you through that, to get you through that. Um, I, I was, it was funny. Yesterday, I was working for just a little while yesterday and started helping one of the guys who's a tester, a user. I don't know how, you know, somehow we came around to this topic. He started talking about he was a Catholic, grew up a Catholic, but he was going to Episcopal Church and his family was all, thought he, he and his mother were crazy for not, uh, you know, it's kind of weird conversation. He started talking about the big, big churches, the big, uh, what do you call them, the super churches and stuff. And going there, but he didn't really like that. He thought it was kind of, he just didn't think it was all they wanted. Wanted was his money. And <laughs> um, but yeah, it's I'm the glad Lord you delivers. Said us. It was all about focus because really that's one of the key points in this whole thing is keeping our focus on uh, Christ and um, mm -hmm. you know we we all learned this in one form or another when we were kids really from the time we entered sports for example you know you can't think about how much your ankle hurts you think about hitting the ball mm -hmm. you think about carrying the ball now how much your shoulder hurts you think about there's plenty of time to lick your wounds after the game Right. You just think about what you have to do in order to win. To win, yeah. And um, in a spiritual plane, it's the same thing. We can't, we can't allow ourselves to focus on the suffering. We focus on Christ. We focus on the reward. We focus, and not the, the, uh, not the greedy reward, so to speak, that was spiritually, but we, we focus on the, the result uh, and the reward being what 
Christ accomplishes through us during or because of this suffering. The end result. And, um, and we're so end result oriented and, you know, Christ wants to focus on the journey. But, but uh, it, it, the, one of the big reasons for the suffering is so that you, you allow the spirit to direct your mind and your body and be led by the spirit uh, and those other two facets of who we are to be yielded and led by the spirit and not to allow the suffering to impair what we know that we need to do for Christ, what we know that what the task is. And uh, it, it, as long as you're focused on how much it hurts, you're not going to win. And it's the same thing spiritually. You focus on the affliction or the suffering, you're not going to win. And God wants us to be led by the Spirit, and that's where our focus needs to be. And that's the the uh, overcoming that is that is in effect the spiritual overcoming of the affliction suffering. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's that's good. Thanks, Dennis. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're, yeah, because. Yeah, I can really relate to sports analogies, but yeah, I, the pain doesn't matter right now. I'm just trying to win. I mean, we want to achieve success in whatever exactly. we're, we're and, after. And if we're not careful, we can allow ourselves to focus on the pain yeah. rather than what needs to be done to win. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that, that applies to work, too, because there's always a challenge in, in your job. Uh, there's always something... <laughs> always something no matter what kind of job you're in there's things uh, well and even our personal lives too you know dealing with your home or dealing with whatever it is there's things come up and you're like, oh my gosh you know I, I don't have the money for this or this is you know this is the bad timing and you're just trying to deal get through it but uh, there's there's the Lord you know he's I thought it was funny how uh, listen, listen to John, the John Voigt thing because he said somebody's watching me, you know he, he like this, there's somebody watching me, and they know everything I'm doing, and they know what I'm going through, and that, you know he was just all this stuff he was, I guess, coming to to, to realize it, you know he wasn't alone, uh, and we're not everything we're challenged with we're not alone and if we focus on what it what it's accomplishing for him and how we we're he's he's forming us more and more like him through it to be that much stronger and better it's uh much easier to get through it and and you know and I, and for my job too i you know i i i say i go up and down it's like a roller coaster of i be, i uh get through something because i turn around and I, and I really focus on him and like this doesn't matter what matters is how I deal with it and how I'm a better reflection of you in what I do. And when I start looking at it that way, I quit worrying about it. I just get through it, just deal with whatever it is. And, you know, I, I, I mean, it's funny. I, I just, it's probably this way for most people. If you're with a job, you, like, I've got to keep this job. I, I've got this money. I've got bills. I've got to be successful. I've got to just... You know, what happens if I lost my job? And, uh, you know, I go through some of those little cycles every now and then. And I'm like, 
And, and I have to say, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because the Lord will figure something out for me. If I'm not supposed to be here, then what he's... What am I going to do? Scott he's, lost a job. You know, he's going to... figure he, this out. You know, I, I mean, and, and I... Because I, I'm... You, I don't know if anybody else is this way. I think I'm going to lose my job all the time. If I do anything wrong, I think they're going to fire me. I've been this way for almost 30 years at, at the same job. I've thought this way. If I make a mistake, I may get fired. Um, most people don't think that way. They just make mistakes and they can go on and they don't worry about it. I, I'm thinking, you know, I, and it's really funny, for years my, my supervisor, who was a, a really good friend of mine for years, manager, and I mean, we'd have layoffs regularly back in the, especially in the 90s, and there'd be a big layoff going on and I'd be, I'd be so stressed and worried. And he'd go, like, oh man, I was worried. He said, what are you worried about? You're not gonna get laid off. And you know, he, he just reassured me, you know, you never had, you were never even considered. You know, you, you know, basically showing me that I was just being silly, but thinking like that. But I've been that way forever, that, you know, oh, if I make a mistake, I mean, Stacy, you probably remember a few years ago, I stayed up, I missed, I didn't sleep for like two days because of something that happened, and uh, I was just sure I was gonna get fired, that I'd mess something up. And, uh, and, I, and I was taking all the blame, wasn't necessarily my fault, but, and I didn't get fired, but I still, I didn't sleep. It was ridiculous, but, um, I, you know, again, I, I have to come to really say, it doesn't matter because the Lord's going to take care of us, and he's been taking care of us all this time. He's put me where I am for a reason, and he's kept me there for 32 years. Even though it's, things have changed, I'm still there. So, you know, he, he's, you know, I, I don't have to remind anybody, but, I mean, he's, he's guiding and directing everything if we just let him and, and accept where he takes us and, and know that he's guiding us through whatever challenge that he puts out in front of us. And it will be hard sometimes. Um, Just to build your confidence, Nancy's job told her that she wasn't going to be laid off and they laid her off. <laughs> <laughs> really? Was this recent? No, no, the last. Oh, oh the last. Oh. See, I hadn't heard there was a problem there. I think it comes down, and I tell my kids this, just about decisions that they make and, and just in their path of life. If it's not God's will, we don't, you don't want it. I don't care how good it looks. or. And so you think about your job, Scott. I mean, it's been established God has you there. As miserable as you can be there, he's got you there for a purpose. If if you got let go or fired, that would we would have to know that was his will. That's because mm -hmm. that's what it, it was just the time for that. Yep, right. it was time. Right. And, and he's got something better for you. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, if it's not his will, we don't want it. We just want his will. And you are so in the center of God's will because you're so surrendered. So let that go. That's my counsel for you today. Let it go. <laughs> you haven't gotten fired yet. You probably well, never are, even though you probably would uh, like to some days. <laughs> I, I don't think I ever will. I, I, I hate this job. Like, fire me. Don't fire me. What's so funny is I remind myself I've been here for this long. They need me. Right. And they're not going to get rid of me because it would just make their their life a little more difficult. Uh, no, but at this point, you know, at some at some 
period of time, it became their fault that you're here. Yeah. <laughs> Not your fault. It's their fault. Yeah, that's funny. So. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, they tried to get rid of me 12 years ago, but I'm still there. At least they didn't take responsibility for my paycheck anymore. Now, I, I, I used to say years ago when I did college recruiting and interviewing, I, you know, I'd tell people, I said, yeah, I plan on retiring from this company. I love it. I like working here. It was, you know, I, I really liked my job and the company. And I'm still there. I'm not going to, I don't work for Sprint slash T-Mobile now, but, you know, I still may end up retiring from my career while I'm still working there. I, I do look forward to the day. I actually kind of hope I get to retire when I'm still there so I can pretty much tell them, I'm so glad I'm leaving here. <laughs> I'm so done with you guys. The last four or five years have been terrible, <laughs> terribly managed, but I, w I probably won't do that either. No. I'll just, I'll be a nice guy and walk away and grumble under my breath as I leave. <laughs> uh, yeah, Fran, you say you've never heard me say, but you've never heard me get off the phone calls. And when I st I'm in there banging my desk or something, because I'm st <laughs> upset with some of the crazy stuff that's going on. But, um, let's see, what else can we talk about? I I've said all I want to say. <laughs> I think I'm out of out of words, so. Uh, do you guys have any additional comments you'd like to make? Yeah, and yeah, it definitely helps me when I'm really stressed out. Um, I just that was just making me think of something. Well, this first on the second page, First Peter four thirteen, <clears throat> it commands us to rejoice because we are partakers of Christ's sufferings, and when His glory is revealed, that we'll be glad with exceeding joy. So our our perspective has to be that of rejoicing in the midst of um, the challenge, 
So next time you yep. get really upset, just say hallelujah. All right, I got another one. All right, another challenge. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> I'm gonna rejoice in the well, Lord. You know, that, that, that's a, and I'm sure I'm trying to think. I don't know who may hear this, but someone like Annette who does IT work like I do probably could relate to it too. I mean, I like to solve problems. I, I mean, I, I, I kind of look forward to maybe working for Home Depot or somebody like that where I can help people when they come in and they're trying to figure something out and I can help them because I like helping people fix, figure out what to do and how to solve their issues. I, you know, I do it on the phone all day with guys while they're testing our code that my, my India fellows have coded. Um, and uh, so, so, I mean, it, it's, it's almost like I should look at every, every one of those situations that seems pretty daunting at the moment or I'm just really stressed. I mean, hey, I've got to solve this. You know, this is, this is a good thing. Just one more thing just to, to, as a challenge instead of being a, a drudgery or a just like, you know, this is going to make me sick going through this again. But, we, we, you know, we got to take every, like you said, joy in it. And, you know, uh, Paul, of course, Paul's a great example of a guy who, you know, suffered so much, but, you know, was always in, in I mean, I think, you know, he cert, had a certain level of joy with him of everything he dealt with. He knew it was for God's, for Christ's sake, and it was, this is nothing for what the glory that I'm going to, you know, that he will see one day. And, uh, but, uh, any other comments? I think we're done talking to. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, Lord, thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for this day in your house. We love you. We want to continue to be everything we can be for you and um, <coughs> continue to grow and, 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 and just serve you in every way we can. And just bless you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Monica will be here. She will be teaching.